Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Borger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, the Plumlee Real Estate Group. The Plumlee Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. Michael Kano, what's up, buddy? How's it going, Michael Williams? I'm How are you good. today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but... Did you stay up late watching a football game? I might have. Really? I might have. Okay. Did you? I did stay up a little I bit late watching late. it. It wasn't that late. You know, I, I enjoyed staying up a little bit late to watch. I stayed up. The Suns were playing the Clippers last night. I was <laughs> on California time, dude. <laughs> like, I thought we were talking about the same game, and I just realized we are not. I didn't know. I, 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 that game was on after the national. I watched the national championship. Oh, okay. Game. And then the I Sun, thought we were the referring Suns to the Clippers. The, the Suns lost to the Clippers. National championship, and we're yeah. talking about the Suns. Uh, Your no, Suns. Yeah, they're my Suns, but. I, we don't need to talk about the Suns today. I'm depressed about the Suns. Oh. I, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we can we can have a whole other episode where I we can just can. talk about how frustrated I have been with the Suns the last few months. I think we need to have an episode where we take your top 10 teams in any sport <laughs> and we talk about your top 10 frustrations <laughs> with those teams. I don't think we'd have very many people listen to that Coming episode. in at number 10. Yeah, my wife wouldn't even listen to that episode. She's like, I've heard all this. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the national college game. Man. Well, they we we now have a national championship, national champion as the Michigan Wolverines beat the Washington Huskies thirty four to thirteen in that game. And if you watch that game, it was not close. It was. I kind of got away. Michigan dominated the line of scrimmage. 303 total yards of rushing, led by Blake Corm's 134 yards and two touchdowns. And it wasn't even just him. It's right. Like backup running backs and backup backup running backs just really controlled that line of scrimmage. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So kind of got away with it. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., you know, looked fantastic in the game against Texas. Had difficulty finding the same kind of magic here. Yeah, I sure did. You know, they had the incomplete pass right there before halftime. We just didn't connect with the receiver on the inside and the out. Mm-hmm. And um, interception, first play of the second yeah, half. Yeah, I mean, just right then. Yeah. Still decent game. 255 yards passing, a touchdown, and two interceptions. But it's a, it's a big stage. And so, you yeah, perform. Yeah. I watched the first half and then... He threw Did that you lose interest? I, I kind of waned. My my attention span waned from the game. Sure. The second half. I was just like, bored. <laughs> I don't know why. It's 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 it difficult. Was, yeah. I mean, with college. It's like, I, seriously, I so uh, my dad was trying to figure out how to get the game to work on his TV because he's, uh-huh. he's old. And uh, he doesn't listen to this, so I can call him old. He is old. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he called me. Uh, Michigan had just first drive of the game. They just ran the ball down Washington's throats and sure. scored that first touchdown. And then he called me. He's like, I'm trying to get the game to watch, get get it on the ESPN app. Like, why it's not working? Like, mm-hmm. I can't. Anyway, so I'm trying to walk him through all this. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Dad, Washington's got the ball right now, but Michigan just literally cramped the ball down Washington's throats on the first drive and scored a touchdown. I was like, I was like, they're going to do this all night. I can just tell. Oh, I it was, it was my know. kind of football ground and pound. Yeah. We're going to use the, the run game to make play action off of that. And then we're going to play hard, fast defense and blitz from every day, yeah. different direction. It worked. And it just, Oh, I love that kind of football. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's not the spread. It's not fancy. It doesn't always look pretty, man. It's so good. It's just, 
dominating and putting your will over somebody else, mm-hmm. it's good football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the the large majority of people going into this game were leaning towards Michigan. Yeah. You know, it just kind of worked out the way that everyone kind of saw it was. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Hats off to Washington. They had a great season. Yeah, they did. Played hard. Mm-hmm. You know, did a great job. And the Pac-12 is dead. Pac-12 is officially dead. It's kind of sad. I know. Anyway. But everything changes. Well, yep. speaking of changing, how about the turnaround of the Dallas Cowboys? Who? The Dallas <laughs> Cowboys. We were just talking about this team, what, a couple months ago, a month ago, and we were kind of mm-hmm. like a little bit worried about the Cowboys and kind of the direction. And I never worry about them. Here we find, uh, yeah, you don't necessarily <laughs> worry about them. Maybe people within Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were worried. That worry about yeah. them. But. I mean, they found themselves as the number two seed in the NFC now. They're going to face Green Bay in the wild card round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco, number one seed in the NFC, they get the first round by. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if the Cowboys end up winning, they're going to face the winner of the Lions and the Rams in the divisional round. I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to have a a nice way to get to an NFC championship, mm-hmm. yeah, the Cowboys kind of pulled this one out here. Yeah, they sure did. I mean, yeah. Now the Eagles with that. It, How funny it, is it going to be if the Eagles lose to the Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a real possibility. It is. I mean, I honestly, what... like the Bucks are not the Giants. Also, how funny is it that the Rams are playing the Lions in the divisional round after trading Goff and like swapping quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah. And now like Stafford's going to come in. I feel so bad for the Lions because it's just like it's <laughs> just like li- the Lions <laughs> history and curse. Like sure. Stafford's gonna come in on the the Rams and just He's gonna be the one to knock them out. They're gonna beat him in the playoffs. I mean are. it's it's so funny. You know, and they gotta look across the line of scrimmage and shake his hand at the end of the game. And, yeah. Yeah, that's just gonna be tough. But you never know. I mean, the Lions have had moments that where they have looked like a top contender. Yeah, they have. And so they're a little bit up and down. But mm-hmm. if they're playing at the top of their game, they, they could be a tough team to beat. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Cowboys snuck away with one when they beat the Lions. They probably shouldn't have. Yeah, they did for sure. Yeah. There's anyway, that. I'm really excited about the playoffs. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on with the AFC. Well. I can tell you right now, the most dominant team in the Dadgum League, the Baltimore Ravens. Well, yeah. Number one in the AFC. Yeah. They got the first round bye. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you forgot about them after that San Francisco debacle. I didn't debacle. forget about them. I didn't forget about them. Brock Purdy, they made him look like Clark Kent. He's supposed to be Superman. They made him look like Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. And my son reminds me about that every day. Sure. But my Bills, my Buffalo Bills won the AFC East by they beating did. the Dolphins. And now... They are setting themselves up for a little bit of a run on the other side of the AFC yeah. bracket. Who are they playing? Uh, they are going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. Okay. First that's game. Right. That's right. The Steelers. And that's a tough team. It is. But it's a team that we can beat. Yeah, for sure. And then we've got the Josh Chief, Allen. Chiefs are matched up against the Dolphins. Correct. Right. And then what's the other what's the other game? I can't remember. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm does, an NFC guy until does it really matter. I mean, it's, it doesn't. All I know <laughs> is really all I know matter? is one of the games is on Peacock. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, who has Pe-? like <laughs> I actually have Peacock, but like a lot of people don't. So yeah. it's like, why? I hate that. As bad yeah. as it sounds, it's like I'm only looking at these games over here. Right. Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins, yeah. and then I just know the Ravens. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna last, be on the other side. The last couple of weeks, I've been 
so just just like as like a side of like having sports things on apps that you don't have and what uh-huh. making me think of this. That's one of the reasons I'm like kind of okay with the Pac-12 just dying is because nobody has the Pac-12 network. No. And I can't watch Arizona basketball when they're playing other Pac-12 teams. So I haven't watched any of their games yeah. in the last week uh, because who has the Pac-12 network? How do I get the Pac-12 network out here in Texas? Fubo. It, I guess. And who can afford Fubo? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what Fubo... I, I know what it is, but I've I've never even looked into it, you know. So, but next year they're going to be yeah. in the Big Twelve, and I'll I've got ESPN Plus. I'll I'll get all their games. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Did you now speaking of college basketball? This isn't uh-huh. written down, but like, did you watch Tech play UT this weekend? I did. Oh yeah, I yeah, did. I watched that game, and that was Tech looked good. I mean, Tech has really. So here's the question, mm-hmm. and and. You know, I've had people kind of ask this and in, in conversations about this right now. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, do you think that Texas is still going to play Tech? Do you think this is still going to be a rivalry? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? We saw how excited Tech was. You know, are, are they just like so excited that they actually beat Texas? Mm-hmm. And I try to remind these people, like, in the last several years, Tech has dominated that game. Yeah. Texas has not been able to get mm-hmm. the best of Tech. Yeah. Like, Tech has made deep runs. Well, they runs, went down there deep in, runs. in Austin. Uh-huh. Hostile environment. Yeah. I mean, the crowd was into that game towards oh, the yeah. stretch. Sure. Texas was making a run back. I mean, a run back at the back at the lead. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they had it down to four or five with a couple minutes left. Yeah. And then Tech's defense just shut them down and ended up winning by... 12, something like that. Sure. And I don't necessarily mind Texas. I will, uh, I'll try to cheer for a Texas sure. team over any other team. Not, not necessarily a Texas Longhorns, but a Texas team. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what drives people nuts about who do not like <laughs> the Longhorns. Right. Is this, uh, it, it comes across as an elitist attitude. We're better than We you. are so much better than yeah. you. Austin is so much cultured right. than Lubbock. And mm-hmm. we have all these <clears throat> bands and music festivals. And now our sports teams are just always the best. And mm-hmm. and then here comes along this little Texas Tech basketball. It's like, no, it comes through Lubbock. So like, you mean Austin is like the Bay Area? Of is that what it Texas? is? Okay. Is I didn't know if there saying? was any other comparison. I wouldn't understand another state's comparison. That's how it is here. It's yeah. Like it comes across like that. Yeah. And I would say specifically like Silicon Valley, San Francisco. I wouldn't, okay. say, I wouldn't include an Oakland Bay Area. In that. Yeah. You know, but man. I could see that. Sounds like. I see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe like. It's kind of funny because a lot of those people are moving over to Austin now. Are there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Anyway, uh, we probably got to move on and talk about some Borger Sports. Let's get on to the rundown. Considering this is the Borger Sports podcast. That's right. Let's talk about a little bit. I'll start off here Go talking about a little bit about wrestling. So here are the results from this weekend. The girls went to the Caprock Classic, which we talked about last time. Very competitive tournament. Some of the best teams in the state. We had out-of-state teams. Vista Ridge is there from Colorado. So a lot of great wrestling at at this tournament, the girls did a fantastic job. Finished 13th out of 24 teams. Um, three different brackets here. In the gold bracket, the top bracket, uh, they had to qualify for. Julia Stevens goes in there, and she gets second place in the 145, and only because of injury. Okay. She got injured in the semifinals match and could not finish in the finals match. Okay. So, you know, tough break for Julia, but, mm-hmm. I mean, she's tough gal. She's the kind that's going to rub some dirt on it and she's going to be ready to go. Okay. And so I, I fully 
think that, you know, full recovery, I don't think there's anything here that's major. Mm -hmm. Joanna Stevens, little sister of Julia Stevens, uh, comes up big fourth place. She's only a freshman. Fourth place in the 235. Okay. And then Ariana Chavez, I know we've talked about Ariana a lot, first place in the 235. Wrestled seven matches on the weekend, won seven, won the championship match like 35 seconds. Like just absolutely dominated. So still holding on to that number one ranking in the state. Awesome. In the silver bracket, we had two placers in the silver bracket. Brianna Chavez, sister of Ariana, second place in the 185. So it's not just Ariana. Brianna's uh, doing a great job as well. And then Mindy Johnson, fourth place in the 185 division. And in the bronze bracket, Gianna Aragon, fourth place in the 100. Division, the barely making three digits division. Maddie Esqueda, third place in the 120. And then Katie Wise coming up with a first place in the 138. Right. The boys also were in action, went to South Plains Invitational at Lubbock High. And uh, Borger, the Borger took eight wrestlers and finished 11th out of the 13 team field. Had two who placed and did really well. Rylan Smith, uh, that's one of our seniors, fourth. Fourth place at the 150-pound division, and then Camden Weber, sixth place at 175. All right. All right, let's move on to some girls' basketball. Uh, This weekend, uh, the Lady Bulldogs, they lost to Pampa 66-38. to Uh, I believe, was that here? That that was was at Pampa. Pampa. That was was over at Pampa. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Yeah, So they went to Pampa, lost 66 to 38. And that was a rescheduled game for a Saturday. They went over there, fought hard. Pampa's a good team. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, I think that's a team. If we if we tighten some things up, we can compete with. Mm-hmm. Wish we had some stats for you guys. I know we've tried to. That's to the get second some time they've lost to Pampa in the last couple of weeks, right? It was because they, they played them, them in the tournament, tournament. At Caprock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they'll get to face them one more time, and next time it'll be at home. Okay, and so you know, Borger Pampa is a little bit different when you play them at home. Sure. <laughs> All right, on to boys. Uh, the Bulldogs lost to Pampa as well, uh, seventy-one to forty-one. They led at half, 27 to 23, but Pampa used a 28-point third quarter to take command of the game and come back and hold on to that one. Taquellen Brooks, sorry, Taquellen Brooks, if I could talk, uh, (laughs) finished the game with 17 points and 20 rebounds, and Braylon Contreras had 10 points on four of seven shooting from the field and four steals. So, some bright spots there. Some bright spots there. Yeah. Moving on to girls' soccer. Here are the results from this weekend. The girls went over to the WT Freeze Tournament. That's West Texas A&M. And they performed very well. The Burger Lady Bulldogs actually finished in first place, winning in the bronze bracket. Okay. Um, they had a couple of pool play games here. Tascosa, uh, they played a great game from goalkeeper McKinley Belleville, stopping all sorts of shots on goal. In fact, Tascosa didn't score until like the last two minutes of this game to win this one uh, to zero. And so then in the second game, they ended up tying with Lubbock High in a very cold and breezy game, one-to-one, with the lone goal coming from Esther Quinones, our senior captain. And so what ended up happening is by point differential, we're not exactly sure how, mm-hmm. you know, we ended up getting into Tascosa going to the gold bracket, Lubbock High went to the silver, and we went to the bronze bracket, which is okay. You know, we I know Coach wanted to mm-hmm. play in a little bit higher bracket, but... 
we didn't get the call, so that's fine. We ended up performing where we were at. Plainview came up next, and the girls just dominated Plainview, winning 3-0, uh, two goals by Braley Nevins, junior player. We're going to be hearing from her in just a minute. Uh, the assist coming from Brooklyn Cano and Michaela Diaz. And then uh, Brooklyn got her a goal of her own to take that game. And then finally in the championship, we faced the brand-new school, from the South Plains, Lubbock, Cooper, Liberty. And the Lady Bulldogs beat them 2-0 to zero All right. on a frosty Saturday morning with goals coming from Riley Lumpkin and Braley Nivens with the assist from Esther Quinones to win the championship. And here's a clip of Junior Braley Nivens talking about the weekend. Borger Sports Podcast here with Braley Nivens, junior soccer player from Borger. Braley, you guys were at the WT Freeze Tournament this weekend. Uh, how did it all end up? How did it go? Um, it went pretty good. I mean, last year we went to the tournament and we didn't win a single game. And then we came out and won first place in bronze. Absolutely. And then you guys ended up playing Lubbock Cooper Liberty there in the championship and won two to zero. What were your what were your takeaways from that game? Um, well, we just really weren't playing that good in the first half. In the second half, we just decided to step up, and I had a great teammate that had an assist, and we scored, and then we had a PK. So what changes did y'all make at halftime, or what did Coach Victoria tell y'all, Coach Nunez, about what changes y'all needed to make in order to be successful? Well, we just we were holding the ball, and we were all trying to get up one by one, and we weren't working as a team, and we just had to work as a team, and get it up to the goal and do our thing. And y'all did. Y'all did. Y'all's thing did a really good job. So coming into this season, a lot of excitement and a lot of hope for this team and what y'all have been able to accomplish so far. How are you feeling about the season so far and what are your expectations for what y'all are going to do this year? Okay, so um, a lot of us went over summer and we really worked our butts off and we all competed for the spots that we wanted. And um, we've made a lot of changes this year to the soccer program. And my expectations for our team is just for us to all have good chemistry and work together and play play as a team and do our own thing and uh, do better than we did last year and score higher in district and hopefully go to win a gold ball this year. Awesome. Braley Nivens, Border Sports Podcast. Have a great season, Braley. Thank you. Yeah, Braley is just a, she's a great kid. She's really working hard. She is someone that I've seen a turnaround in her, in her perspective and the way she plays the game, the way that she is uh, really leading out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was very active this summer and, okay. and really, you know, trying to lead by example, being there when the gym's open, being there at practices during summertime, during that off period. And so, mm-hmm. you know, as a team, this is this is a really, really good tight-knit team. It's all working hard towards their goals. So proud of the Lady Bulldogs. Yeah. And then in boys soccer, man, they did a fantastic job. Faced some really good competition this weekend at the Boomtown Showcase in Burke Burnett. And so in the first game, they played Wichita Falls Hershey, and they tied one-to-one with the lone goal coming from... You know this guy, Luis Chepas. Yeah. Chavez. <laughs> I actually tried to go talk to Chepas, and he wasn't even at school. So I was going to try to get an interview with him. All right. He missed out. Maybe next yeah, time. Maybe next time. Chepas. And then they lost the second game against Bridgeport 2-0, and then ended up losing the third game against Burke Burnett, which is always a good team, 3-1, to with the lone goal coming from sophomore Carlos Charlie Medina. Yeah. 
All right. On to uh, Frank Phillips women's basketball. We don't, uh, the men have not played a game yet. They're playing actually right now as we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. They're playing Wayland Baptist right now. Uh, that game was supposed to be yesterday. I think because of the weather, it got moved to today. Uh, but uh, the women's basketball on the second, they lost at Collin County Community College. They lost 79 to 57. Again, on the third, the next day, they lost to Grayson College, 63 to 53. And then uh, yesterday, last night on Monday, the 8th, they lost to Redlands Community College, 53 to 50. It was a close one. I don't have any of the stats for those games that were not in the box score. The box score, when you look it up, was blank. But uh, yeah, so they've lost three in a row. Man. After starting out really hot. So I believe they're 11 and four now. This is one of those circumstances where the break did not help them. Where you're just kind of like, oh, you got that momentum going. They're playing really well. And then you come back from the break, three yeah. subsequent losses. So they'll just have to find their traction, get it back yeah. going again. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about what's coming up next in Borger Sports uh, after this commercial break. We would like to thank the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group. Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. All right, and we're back. So let's take a minute and go through the come up, see what's coming up in Borger let's Sports do it. action. So coming up in wrestling this weekend, we'll be traveling southwest for the Hereford Rumble. And tonight at 5.30 will be the rescheduled home duel with Pampa after the mysterious blizzard that blew in on Monday evening yeah. out of nowhere for a couple of hours. <laughs> but we rescheduled 5.30. This is Wednesday, 5.30 at Texana Gymnasium against Pampa. It's senior night. It's our only home duel of the year. Come on out, support the yeah. Bulldog wrestlers. Let's make it loud, proud, a ruckus crowd, and uh, have a lot of fun. We'll twist and turn and tie some people up. Awesome. In All a right. good way. In a legal way. Right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> on to basketball, Friday the 12th, uh, the boys and the girls, I believe, will both be traveling to West Plains. Then on Tuesday the 16th, they're going to head to Randall. Hey, and Randall on the girls' side, both sides actually, both state-ranked teams. Right. The Randall girls just beat the Canyon Lady Eagles. I saw that. The first district loss for the Lady Eagles. I saw that. Since 2018. Oof. So, Randall's a good team, and you know Canyon, I'm sure they're starting to question, but everyone needs to lose. It's good for them to have a rivalry. It's good for someone to beat them. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. It's good for everybody. And then soccer action. The boys and girls are going to be traveling to Lubbock this weekend to play in the Lubbock Germ Blast Invitational. Everyone gets their own hand sanitizers. And we know 
the ladies are already going to face some competition because they're going to be facing the Lubbock Cooper Liberty. Uh, I don't even know what their mascot is. Patriots or maybe something like that. Eagles. We'll get the rematch. Is it the Eagles something? I have no clue. I'm just guessing. Who knows? Whatever. Statues of Liberty. The Statues of Liberty. Libertyettes. We're going to play them (laughs) at the rematch from last weekend's championship. They'll be playing San Angelo Lakeview and Amarillo High's Junior Varsity. All right. All right. On to Frank Phillips basketball. The men will be, as we are recording right now, they are currently playing Wayland Baptist uh, over at Frank Phillips right now, uh, as far as I know. Uh, I believe it's Wayland Baptist developmental team. So uh, they're taking them on right now. Uh, we'll let you know how that turns out next week. Uh, as well as these other games, on Thursday the 11th, the men will be at Odessa College. And on the 15th, they will be at New Mexico Military Institute. So all away games coming up. Uh, same with the women. The women will be traveling with the men to Odessa College on Thursday. And so that's what's coming up with Mike. Frank Phillips Women's Basketball. That's all we got. That's our show. That's our show this week? That's our show this week. All right, well... I don't know. I feel like we should talk about, I don't know, <laughs> our feelings. Do we want to talk about our feelings? <laughs> We're not going to talk I'm just about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> top 10 things that Michael hates on the next episode <laughs> top 10 that drive him nuts about sports teams. <laughs> hey, I did see a post the I other had, day online that talked about a baseball booster club meeting. That means baseball, softball, right around the corner. Yeah. So spring you, sports. You do mention the things that I hate. Uh, so do you remember like 10 years ago when, uh, <laughs> we're going into this. Hold on. No, okay. no, 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 I'm going, it. I'm going somewhere with this. I like it. I'm I going like somewhere it. with this. I'm following you. <clears throat> remember like 10, 15 years ago when there's this Christian author, his name was John Acuff. Do you remember John Acuff? I do. He had that website that was, uh, uh, what was it? Stuff Christians like, or it was things Christians like or stuff Christians like or something like that. And okay. he would write a post about each. It was silly. It was, he's a Christian author. He was making fun of Christians, right? Satire. Like, la- like, yeah, satire laughing at ourselves, you know? Gotcha, like, sure. Like boys and girls, like dancing, like leaving room for the Holy Spirit, you know, like that kind of like <laughs> jokey, funny, <laughs> funny stuff. I can't remember all the stuff. Yeah. Um, so me and my buddy at the time, we were trying to like do a take on that. And we with tried dancing? No, with sports. Oh, okay. With sports. We tried to do a sports thing. It was like stuff Christians like. So we tried to do a thing called stuff sports fans like. Oh, okay. We tried to do a website blog yeah. kind of thing, like satire thing like that. I don't even remember any of the stuff we wrote. How did it go? But uh, it didn't. Well, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I think we maybe wrote like 12 posts. And then decided we're not good at this. Can this we? This is not something we should be doing. Can we get those posts? No, oh no, they're and, long gone. And put those. The website's been shut down. The website was gone. And this was 10, 12 years ago, man. It doesn't exist anymore. Can we repost those on Facebook? I don't, I don't have the posts. If anyone, if any of our listeners have those posts, if you were one of the subscribers, nobody, nobody they listens to been. this. No, I guarantee you. They may have been a, blog reader of yours. Yeah. If you have any of those, put, just, put them on our Facebook page. But just just so you know, I've been consistent for 12 years. One of my posts was stuff sports fans like hating LeBron James. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and it still hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. I don't care if you're in Space Jam or not. Mm-hmm. You're not the guy. Right. He's Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Anyway. Don't, I'm not going. I'm not going to get on my Jordan, about Jordan all the way, man. Oh, not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. I would even put, honestly, do you know who else I'd put over LeBron? Larry Bird. Okay. okay. 
but <laughs> I'd put Kobe over Larry. Larry I, would too. I mean, I'd put Kobe over LeBron. Yeah, he's number three. And I'd put Tim Duncan over LeBron. Okay. You I, could make the argument. I, I, I mean, you were guaranteed the Spurs when they. Whatever. I just, I ain't going to go into all that right now, but it just like, and you I hate get, Spurs. You could make because, the argument. But like, I have mad, as a Suns fan, I have mad respect. Tim Duncan is the reason we, the Suns have, do not have a championship. Yeah. I'm thinking about back well, him in and those David days, Stern, but Mari Stoudemire, anyway. Sean Marion. I mean, y'all had good teams. Yeah. We Steve did. Nash, mm-hmm. two time MVP. Golly. Mm-hmm. And y'all couldn't get it done. I mean, but look how many people Michael Jordan broke their heart. I mean, yeah. literally, Clyde Drexler mm-hmm. would be a different person. That's Charles my, Barkley would be a different person. That's my first sports heartbreak is from Michael Jordan, the Suns, in 93 when they lost him in the finals. It was the first Dan time. the man, I was Magic eight years Marley. Old. I was eight years old. It was the first time I ever cried over a sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is going to be my life. Was Dan Marley your favorite? Thunder Dan the man. Thunder Dan the yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Kevin Johnson, yeah. Charles My Barkley. My dad met Dan Marley one time. Did he really? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, nobody cares. So like on an airplane or something like that? No, it was in a Target in Scottsdale. Hey, that's <laughs> even better. <laughs> anyway, people have started the show off by now. <laughs> all right, we'll see you all guys next uh, week. We'll see you guys next uh, time. We'll have some more uh, important stuff to talk about next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com.